This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 86 of Retired Racehorse Radio on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Retired Racehorse Radio is your guide to the adoption, care, and training of the retired racehorse. Brought to you in cooperation with the Retired Racehorse Project and New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program. On today's show, we feature our media partner, New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program. Joined by Leandra Cooper, the Kentucky Facility Director, we interview three adopters of three New Vocation horses we featured on this show. We catch up with Lee Beamer as the countdown begins to the Thoroughbred Makeover. Last but not least, Winnie Morgan Nemeth from the Standard Bread side of New Vocations joined us to bring us our Adoptable Horse of the Week. Stay tuned. And they're off on Retired Racehorse Radio, the podcast that is your guide to the adoption, care, and training of the retired racehorse. This is Joy Orr in Detroit, Michigan. And this is Kristen Kovach-Bentley in Jamestown, New York, and you're listening to Retired Racehorse Radio. Hey, Joy, how is your possum infestation going? Oh my gosh, Kristen, it's going so well. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with that. So what started out was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> three baby possums. So we got, for anyone who doesn't know, doesn't follow us on social media, this past weekend, I went to the barn. I was super excited to like ride my horse. We finally had a break at the heat. I got there early morning, like ready to go, uh, open my tack locker. And right inside the door is a baby possum staring and hissing at me. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. and I was like, today is not going to be a good day. Not going to be a good day. So uh, get I'm just thinking there's one baby possum in there. It's like, okay, put it in a bucket and then remove it. And I was like, okay, come back. I look up. There's another baby possum at the top of the tack locker hissing at me. And I was like, oh my gosh, why is there so many baby possums? I was like, okay, get that one. Put it in another bucket. I was like, is this it? Is this the end? I slightly pull on my saddle pad and another one's just like hissing in the corner. I was like, where are all these possums coming coming from? (laughs) So I think their mama dropped them off because they were big enough to be weaned and she was over their nonsense. It's like, here's a place you can chill. I'm never going to see you again. Eat some horse cookies. Have a good time. Yeah. I didn't even have any food out, Kristen. So what happened is I got this tack locker a few months back and it's okay. I knew it was going to be a fixer upper because I bought it cheap, but I was like, no, no worries. My, my partner is a very handy human. So we'll get it done. Turns out we like procrastinated getting it done. So the doors were heavy and slowly were shifting the hinges. So a small oh. space opened at the bottom and these little newly abandoned possums were like, cool. This home looks safe. It wasn't, it was not safe. I had to get them all, put them in a bin and take them out. So then I like ferociously clean the entire locker. And I know that for horses to get EPM, they have to digest contaminated food that has possum feces on it. However, there are other types of diseases that critters like possums carry. And I'm like, why risk it? Like my horse tries to put everything in her mouth. I just don't need that stress. I'm like, yeah, it's a good time. Just clean it all. Just clean it all. It's probably all due to be fairly honest. So ferociously cleaned everything out of the tack locker, like bleached the entire thing. I'm like, this is good to go. I thought, came back the next day. There is a forest baby possum. What? Where was that? 
I think it heard all the commotion and hid because there's like several tack lockers. And I think that one was hidden because we were all fully convinced there should be four, not three. Like we don't see another one. Like there was no sign. Like I literally pulled everything out of the tack locker the day before. No, fourth baby possum must have been hiding and like scurried in to where he knew it was safe. And I was like, I can't be here, bro. So again, <laughs> grabbed the hissing possum by the tail, put it in a bin, oh, ran it down the street. Shrieked. The second time wasn't as scary. The first time when I just opened it, it was just there. And like I screamed, <laughs> it screamed. I mean, it wasn't going well for anybody. And like they're blind too in the daytime. So I mean, it's got to oh, be way scarier yeah, for them. It's probably traumatizing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to definitely brain. need some therapy if possums <laughs> can get that. I don't know. But I took them across the street, which has like a creek and stuff. So at least they're away from the horses and in a safe place. So that being said, you think the story gets better. It gets worse. (laughs) I know. So I brought everything home like, great, I'm going to get everything clean. I put up a little video on cleaning brushes for everyone. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. We get a water main break that's now a state of emergency in the state of Michigan. I can't do laundry for the whole state. No, it did affect a million people initially. Now we're down to about 150,000. It's like seven communities, which means I could go find a laundromat like 20 miles away from my Uh, house. Or I could just be like, you're getting a somewhat longer vacation, little horse. And, uh, I'm just eating this one. I was like, I can't like the universe. There's something going on. Sometimes you just gotta, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta go with it. I was like, there's something about you that it does not want me to ride. So we'll figure that out later. It's it's fine. Yeah. Maybe something is protecting you from something else. Exactly. (laughs) The good news is she does start her new schooling program soon. So I go to the schooling barn. She's going to be moving to hopefully either September or October. We're trying to figure out the dates, but she's going to become educated and act like a little lady because we've been feral. A little higher education is good for you. A little higher education. It's not too bad. Like we just have a threshold where we no longer want to put a little extra effort. So we're going to be schooled, but it's with my trainer and I'm super excited for it. She rides very similar to I do. So I think it'll transfer well, but she's, she's used to riding like four-year-olds who are 17 hands. So I'm like, you can take this one. (laughs) You got it. You'll be fine. She'll be nothing. (laughs) You say this now. I say this now and she's like, that horse is a demon. Like, we'll figure it out. But enough about my psychotic life for a second. (laughs) You seem to have a much better weekend. I was very thrilled to see your nighttime freestyle. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So the ranch series we go to, they added a freestyle for their August show. I think they added it actually in their September show last year. And I just watched because I, Jobber had some, issues staying fully sound for a whole weekend. He was going mm-hmm. through some stuff with his feet last year. So we've got his feet, I think, pretty right this year, knock wood. And I was like, you know what? I really want to do that freestyle this year. And I'd like to do, you know, he's not a great finished rainer. He's just never mm-hmm. going to be because we train on grass. So he's never going to really develop a big slide. He just doesn't turn mm-hmm. around very quick. So I thought, well, you know what? We'll go for like sort of a sentimental one and we'll do a tribute to his racehorse past. So, um, yeah. So I used uh, my good friend, Julia Auten, who is our program manager at the RRP. She used to be a racehorse trainer 
in Maryland. So she sent up her own silks, including the little hood for Jobber with the blinkers. So I wrote in her silks and then I actually remixed our own music. So sort of like got out my little inner DJ. So what Um, songs did you pick? Like we have to touch base. Well, yes. Yeah. So we used um, AJR's Let the Games Begin, which kicks off with kind of like a stylized boots and saddles. So I was like, oh yeah, that's super race horsey. And then I would sort of mix in the karaoke version of that with no lyrics. And then I layered parts of Jobber's race call on top of that. Fun, um, Kristen. That's <laughs> yeah, way more creative than I would really, have done. Really, well. And I was like super pleased with it. And the only part that wasn't great is that I just like, I got super jazzed because there was a big atmosphere and everybody else was all excited. So I like way overrode the pattern. So I didn't mm-hmm. ride very well, which is a bummer because the horse obviously deserves a much better ride than I gave him. But the music came out great and it was just a really good race call. Yeah. The announcer really got into it. And I think like, if I do say so myself, I think a lot of people were really moved. So I had people come up right after and they were like, that was like, really cool. I didn't know he was a thoroughbred. And then I realized that that was him that I was listening to. And like, uh, people had tears in their eye. Like it was just, it was really nice for people to like, realize this horse is different Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a good way. So we had people come up to us the next day and they were like, I saw your ride last night. That was really cool. Because my husband was also showing his thoroughbred. So, you know, petting the horses and learning a lot about what thoroughbreds can do after racing, you know, and that they can be really good ranch horses. So So it was a nice way to be a good ambassador, even though I didn't give him a great ride. (laughs) But I give him a great soundtrack. I give him a great soundtrack. Heck yeah. Yeah. So uh, that video is going to be floating around on our social media. So if you guys would like to give that a listen, you can find it there. I can't wait to see it. And I sincerely hope, like, I know it wouldn't make sense for anyone to start using it as like a real audio, but if that went viral, that would really make my day. (laughs) <laughs> it would be great to hear Jobber, <laughs> yeah, Jobber Bill's race call on other people's. I always thought like, oh, it'd be really cool. Like, I wish I had this idea when I did the freestyle at the RRP because I thought mm-hmm. that would be awesome. But unfortunately, I had that idea four years too late. So, but uh, yeah, we had a really fun weekend. Never, so. though. I mean, yeah. I would have never put that together. I'm like, <laughs> I probably pick some like dumb rap music hybrid to classical music, like just something that really shows I'm trash. well i'm glad that i stumbled across that song because otherwise i was going to do like i don't know like the bridgerton soundtrack or something that's like pretty in context but would have made everybody fall asleep so it was a good high energy song and then thrown in with jobber's race call and it was a race call where he won too so you know he actually i'm just trying to picture bridgerton and western riding yeah it's a little bit of a you know you got to do a little I'm glad you went with the decision you did yeah I would not want to record this segment otherwise I'm kidding I still wouldn't want to hear it (laughs) (laughs) yeah I guess we probably can't play it right for like copyright reasons so everyone's just gonna have to go find it on our social we could play yours though yeah we could play that one I think if you're a lawyer send me an email (laughs) (laughs) no but we we had a good weekend so Eric won the walk trot trail he had a foot perfect trail course and then he won a roping class again so he's having a great season so we had a good time I love that well congratulations to Eric and I know you'll probably give some photos on our social media of how he's doing I put a photo up of Zach being getting the award for most handy possum catcher as he repairs my tech locker. That is a useful skill. Yep. It's a useful skill for sure. So I'm going to make him a pin so he can wear it like a little badge. 
Oh, I should get him a little possum pin. That'd yeah. Be cute. That'd be cute. But maybe someday we'll get him on a horse. I'll definitely get that content for everyone once it happens. Yeah, perfect. Wish me luck. But with that, we have a packed show tonight, Kristen. I'm so stoked for it. We're finally doing the new vocations panel. I've really wanted to do for a long time, but wasn't sure if we would make it this far. So yay for 86 episodes. Thank you all for supporting it. We appreciate you. But we'll be speaking with several people who've adopted from New Vocations and having Leandra join us for that panel. We'll be featuring another adoptable horse from New Vocations and catching up with Lee Beamer from the Making the Makeover series. So it is packed. There's a lot going on. So get your horse, go for a trail ride, clean some stalls, have your coffee, because it's going to be a long one. But before we get started, let's hear from our premier sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Did you know that easy keepers and horses on restricted diets are often at risk for vitamin and mineral deficiencies? Most easy keepers are maintained on hay, and some get a few handfuls of grain a day, and most of these horses get little to no green grass. Diets that don't include significant levels of green grass or recommended amounts of fortified concentrates just don't supply enough vitamins and minerals. Many horse folks don't realize that hay alone, even high quality green hay, is not an adequate source of many vitamins. For example, when grass is cut and dried for hay, the vitamins quickly lose their potency. 70% of the vitamin E found in grass is lost in the first week after it is cut for hay. One way to ensure that your special needs horse is getting all the vitamins and minerals he needs is to add a vitamin and mineral supplement to his diet. A well-balanced supplement will provide the nutrients your horse requires without adding unwanted calories, starches, and sugars. Microphase, made by Kentucky Performance Products, is a vitamin and trace mineral supplement that bridges the gap in your feeding program. With Microphase, your horse receives adequate and balanced vitamin and mineral nutrition without unwanted calories or other ingredients. The minerals in Microphase have been chelated, a process that protects minerals during digestion and increases their absorption in the intestine. Microphase provides vitamins, such as vitamin E, in a natural form so your horse receives optimal results from this supplement. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Kristen, I am super excited for this segment. I've wanted to do a new vocations panel for so long because I got to fully admit, I wasn't sure if we were going to make it past a year with this show, but we're on year three and we featured so many horses. (laughs) And now we have some of the adopters of those horses to talk about their experience and really just showcase how great new vocations really is. So with us today, we have friend of the podcast, Leandra Cooper. Well, hello. Hello, welcome back. We also have Making the Makeover contestant, Rachel Ramsey. Hello, hello. We have HRN auditor, Sarah Welk Bainham. Hello. And Lynn Solak. Hi. 
Welcome, everyone. We're so excited to have you on. So before we dive deep into the questions about your horses, because let's be real, that's what everyone wants to hear about. That's why we're here today. I would love to start with Leandra just to talk a little bit about how the adoption process works at New Vocations. Just a quick, high-level overview. Absolutely. So number one would be that adopters submit an application to adopt. So that's just where we get to sort of review you as an applicant. So then we get to look into all the things and see if we think that you would be suitable for adoption. And hopefully that goes on and gets approved. And when that does, you are welcome to reach out to any and all trainers to scound the horses that we have available as well as on our website. And then adopters reach out to trainers and connect about those specific horses or any other horses that the trainer thinks would be suitable, even ones who might not be necessarily on the website yet. So it's a little bit of a custom tailored process. And I always say that Picking a horse is the hardest part about the process because once you pick a horse that you and the trainer agree upon, it's downhill from there. And to finalize that adoption, all you have to do is sign our adoption contract, pay the adoption fee, and arrange transportation to get that horse home to you. So it's a pretty streamlined process, but as we all know, the hardest thing is picking that right horse. I love it. Well, speaking of picking the right horse, Rachel, I'd love to start with you. You've been featured on our show a few times now as part of our Making the Makeover series with the Retired Racehorse Project, but you've recently adopted Slambone, who we featured in episode 81. Tell us a little bit about why you chose Slambone. Well, I was watching him on the website. So I'm a, I have a horse buying addiction problem in case anybody didn't <laughs> my full disclosure here. So I, I'm always watching the website because I'm like, oh, that'd be a nice one. So I was watching, I was like, oh, he's going to go really fast, but he just kept kind of hanging out. And he checked a lot of the boxes that I look for personally when I'm kind of looking for my next makeover horse. And so I was just waiting for him to disappear and he kept popping up and kept popping up. And I was like, all right, this is my sign. I'm going to make it happen. And Leanda's right. It's that easy. I didn't even contact them until I had shipping set up and I just said, okay, I want this one. <laughs> I called Leandra first because I was like, can you talk me out of this horse? No, she did not. She's an enabler. <laughs> and then he shipped out the next week. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I know Kristen, I'll let you jump in because I know you were very excited when you found out that Rachel adopted Slambone. I got a text in all caps. <laughs> oh, it was all caps. I was like, Rachel has Slambone because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to go back through now and listen to episode 81, but I'm pretty sure I was like, this thing wants to ranch. So I'm super excited that he's with Rachel. Yes. And you're yes, right. He's been, he's been super fun. I'm going to pitch new vocations here. I, three years ago, I bought a horse off the track and said, I'm going to do the RRP. And he did not stay sound. And I was brainstorming today. I was trying to figure out, I was like, where did I, I don't honestly, I don't even know where I found new vocations. I don't know if it was on Facebook. I don't know if it was in the RP trainers group, but I called whoever was around three years ago. And I said, I need a horse for the makeover. I want the shortest, fattest one you got. And then like a week <laughs> later, or like three days later, they called me from Pennsylvania. And they're like, okay, we got a horse. It's a mare and she's got attitude. I was like, I can deal attitude. And then we won the makeover on her. And so last, then last year, December, I said, okay, I need another new vocations horse. And so I arranged to go out to Louisiana and I went and spent the whole day. I watched the five, six horses I had there. And I said, okay, I want that one. And I went home with him. So they make it seamless and easy and it's awesome. Ah, uh, 
That's like three amazing stories all in one. I can't wait to see Sam Bone at the 2023 makeover because that's what you're planning on doing with him, right? Correct. Yes. Exciting. Yes. Ah, I can't wait. Yes. I feel like we got the sneak preview here for our, all of our listeners. Yeah. Now um, he's like our horse, you know, I we're know. Like, oh, Slammy. Yeah, he's we're right. involved now. <laughs> we're a part of it. We're his weird aunties that you didn't I want. Know. I know. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Jumping now to Sarah, besides being an accomplished author, you're also an amateur show jumper and inventor. Tell us about your horse, Nettie's legacy from episode 12. Like you're part of the OG club. I got to tell you, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny because I actually, it was after I adopted her that it was almost right after that I started kind of going back through some of the older episodes that I hadn't listened to. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's my horse. <laughs> but so I've been at new locations for a really long time. I'm a Columbus, Ohio native. And that's actually where New Locations was founded with Ohio. They had like a Columbus branch for a long time. My trainer, I grew up riding mostly off the track thoroughbreds. That's what she would retrain. I would help her retrain them. So when I was thinking, okay, my uh, born blood mare is getting a little older. I'd like to get something young. And that way I have a second horse for whenever she does decide to retire. She's the other one will be ready to kind of step in and compete uh, at higher levels maybe. So of course, I was like, I'm going to do vacations. It's no brainer. So it was April of 2020. Uh, so I called her my COVID pony and I got on there and it was right around the time they were starting to like ramp up the meet and greet videos. And I saw, I now call her Letty on there and Leandra's just like catering her along and she seems really sweet, but also has a little spice, which I love. <laughs> I love a little bit of a spicy mare. And it was like, Leandra was just like barely sitting there. It looked like she had absolutely no problem just sitting her canter. And I was like, that's the one. <laughs> so uh, I emailed Leandra about a hundred questions and she responded the next morning and we talked on the phone a little bit and we both decided that she'd be a good fit for me. So I decided to bring her home sight unseen like 24 hours later. <laughs> Oh, see, it's, it is an enabling situation when you speak to Leandra, but always with great positive results. <laughs> Leandra's dangerous. She is a well, dangerous friend to have. To, like, I have to jump in and just say, like, I was like, this is too good to be true. Like, there's something, something's wrong. Because, like, Nettie was, or Letty now is a horse who was, like, one of my special projects because she's picky about people and she is just particular about things. So, like, I enjoyed her, but some of my other riders really didn't. And so I was like, oh, somebody's interested in Nettie. And here I'm just like, they're going to hate her when we talk about, cause I'm, I'm, we'll just be like straight up where I'm like, okay, she's kind of spicy. She's kind of opinionated and she's like smaller and she's a mayor. And for most people, they're just like, I'm not interested. And so I'm just like, okay, so like, well, I'm just going to lay it all out there. We'll see how it goes. And it was like everything I said, you're just like, yeah, I can handle that. Yeah. I like a little spice. And I was like, Oh my gosh, anything you want, I'll do it. Anything you want. So I was so like, like, like cautiously optimistic about this partnership. And I was just like, like reading the updates as they come in. And I was just like, this is really happening. Well, it's good to know that like we call horses unicorns, but you have unicorn adopters then too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, a little bit of a challenge, but it wasn't. I was a working student. I was a groom. I've done a lot in the horse industry, and it, so it didn't really scare me too much to have another young greenie. And the spicy mares, they always seem to find me. I've had 
aren't too many of them <laughs> over the years, but yeah, the, there was a lot of challenges that, okay, all right, I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to work through these. And it was really only a few months later and she was out. I took her to a pace. Let's see, I adopted her in April and I took her to a pace in June. My friend rode my mare and my mare's really brave. So she just kind of popped over everything and Letty was like, oh, okay, well, this is what we're doing then. And she was, I mean, phenomenal. She kind of blew my mind how good she was. And a month after that, I took her to a show and she was a little bit kind of like, what are we doing here? A little bit wild in the warm up. But once I found her in the actual ring and she was like jumping around, she was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay. She's like kind of in it. And I remember this is like something Leandra said to me that she likes to rise to a challenge. And that is exactly how it's been for her. She like she just kind of goes, oh, well, this is more exciting than just trotting around. So I'm down. Oh, she's <laughs> perfect for eventing then. Like that yeah. is a match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah, she loves the job. Absolutely adores it. But we had, we've had quite the roller coaster since I got her. So she did, like I said, really wonderful the first maybe six, seven months. And then she got diagnosed with EPM and ulcers. And it just was so sad. She lost so much weight, so much Hold on to that one. Hold on to that one, Sarah, because we will dive into it, but I don't want to miss out on Lynn and introducing her horse, too. Go ahead, Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lynn, your horse is quite special because I didn't catch this till later. You adopted Wayfarer, who is so special. We featured him twice on our show, and I don't think (laughs) we realized that. He was on episode 36, as well as being on episode 57. So, tell us a little bit about what drew you to Wayfarer. Well, so a little bit of background. I had a warm blood cross mare that I lost in March of last year for, we don't, we still don't know exactly what took her out. She just got really sick really fast. And I loved that horse. It was, she was my heart horse. And I, I was thinking I would wait a year to get another horse, but I was going to wait and get something that I knew I could kind of just jump on and go and do things with. And I really hadn't considered buying a greenie, but the prices of horses kind of went crazy. Mm-hmm. And I've been riding for a while. I'm not quite as accomplished as the other two guests here today, but I'm definitely an amateur. But anyway, my trainer and I, we saw a video of Wayfarer and Leandra had him popping over like a little X and he did a lead change. And I looked at him and went, he's not a total greenie. He has a little, you can tell he has a brain. He's able to do some things. Yes, he's going to have a lot to learn still, but he's not straight off the track, doesn't know anything. And I talked to my trainer, Pam Knock, that I love, and I could not be doing this without her. And she saw the video, and we called Leandra and talked to her for about a half hour about it. And the more we talked about him, the more I liked him. And this is going to sound a little weird, but his bar name is Ray, and my grandfather's name was Ray. So I kind of took that as a sign. (laughs) And then when we got him, when we got him home, he got off the trailer and he just stood there and looked around and he was the most chill four-year-old I think I've ever seen. I've always ridden thoroughbreds, much like the other girls or women, sorry. So to get him off the trailer and have him just stand there as a four-year-old was pretty awesome. And then I discovered that his birthday is one day before mine. So oh. it was fate. Oh, yeah, this is fate. That's fate. <laughs> it was fate. But I totally love him. He's got a great personality. The video didn't really do, I mean, it did him justice for moving and how he looked and how he wasn't a complete and utter greenie, but his personality is awesome. He's mischievous, and but he, as soon as you get on him, it's like he's all business and he doesn't screw around. He's kind of a steady Eddie. And I, I don't know, I, Leandra talking to us before the whole adoption was great. And I, 
had a whole lot of hope and confidence. And so far this last year has done nothing but reinforce that. And he's awesome. I love that. For what a horses like, yeah, for horses like Ray, I was just like, when I talk to somebody about them and they're like the study any type and they just have a really cool personality. Like it's hard when you like don't have things like big reveals, you know what I mean? Where you're like, mm-hmm. are, are you sure you're going to be okay with I'm like, no, he really is like, like he really is a cool horse. And you're just like, I feel like you could, somebody could misinterpret that as like the used car salesman. It's just like, Oh, he's good. There's no problem. And I'm like, no, truly. Like he's like a really cool <laughs> level headed. Like, I, I don't know how else to enforce it. Like he actually is just like, yeah, like a good solid boy. Yes. I know he, yeah, he really is. I mean, I think he has honestly, I think he has had one spook and that was literally two weeks ago. And that was because there were six birds that were attacking each other and they flew in one side of the indoor arena and flew right over his head and bonked oh, in God the rafters <laughs> and then like flew back right over his head. And he did actually spook and threw a buck. And it was like the first time under saddle, he did anything like that in the year that I've had him. So I was like, Oh, all right, well that was legitimate. I can let that go. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, meanwhile, my horse looks at her water trough. She's like, did that move? I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love all these stories. And what I especially love is everyone has their horses at different time frames. So Sarah, I'd love to start with you because you've had Letty the longest. If you had her about two years now, I think. So yeah. tell us quickly, has the journey, you started out that the journey did not necessarily go as planned. So I'd love to start there and kind of where it's going today. Yeah. So she got diagnosed with EPM and ulcers in September 2020 after about seven months of having her. So it was like about a year long process of just getting her completely back to normal with medication and fat supplements. We used the Pro mm-hmm. 6 that I know new vocation loves, and that was really helpful for keeping her strength up and things. So finally, after that year of kind of just getting her back, I started back under the saddle on the flat and it was kind of like starting over. So Aww. it was a little, she was very, very and she felt really good, which was good for her. Maybe not so good for me. Uh, and we had some fun crow hopping things that were happening. I'm like, you didn't do this before. So after a lot of just patience and working with her again and kind of figuring things out and having to purchase another saddle and things like that, her top line never quite came back. So it was one of those things where the saddle I had before didn't really fit her right. And it was a little bit uncomfortable. So this year, it was spring of this year that we finally kind of got right back to the place that we were because the winter, that's just like fresh season. And that's, mm-hmm. of course, what I was working with for most of the time I was trying to sort of retain on the saddle again. But yeah, as of this year, she started coming along really nicely. And I was like, okay, it's time to start jumping again. Honestly, it might be easier to kind of get some of our cater work back because she gets so focused on the jumps that she's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. I can really nicely after one. So she has been just wonderful especially the last couple months we're doing little like courses now uh, over just like some small verticals and cross rails and she is just loving it it's so cute i watch videos of her and she's got her little ears up and she's just having a ball so i'm really excited to see kind of where the future goes with her now that things are finally back to normal and she did recover completely which is Amazing. Amazing. Yes. And we are hoping to show her probably sometime this fall before the end of the season and just get her back out there and see if she wants to 
Exciting. What a great story. And definitely, I know EPM is one that you're not the only listener. Even Jamie, when Jamie was co-hosting, she had a horse who was diagnosed with EPM. It's something that sadly we're all very familiar with and it's something we're very scared of for our horses. But Lottie definitely was in the right hands and had the great care to get back to what she loves doing most. So happy ending to that story for sure. And we can't wait to hear how she does in the fall. Uh, Let's go to Lynn next. So you've had Way for about a year. Tell us how the journey has been with him because you're hoping to make him kind of a low level pleasure show jumper and just mostly have some fun with him. But is there anything in mind that you have for him? I don't know. Honestly, like I said, I would like to do low level jumping with him, probably just local schooling shows. I'll be perfectly thrilled with that. I'm just having so much fun just being with him. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm old, <laughs> but I'm 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 kind of a little older for a green horse. My and again, my trainer keeps laughing and saying, "What are what were we thinking? Getting a green horse? We should be giving you a a made horse, and you should be getting a green horse while you're in your 20s, not now." So my trainer and I talked about it when we got him, and she was laughing, saying that we shouldn't have gotten you a green horse. At, this stage of your life, but now we have, and he's been awesome. I don't know what to say. He's learning quick. He tries so hard. He's very intelligent, and he responds so well to weight, and and I'm trying to learn at my stage of the game, <laughs> trying to learn not to use my hands and kind of stay out of his way and use my leg as steering as opposed to my hands and he picks it up so quick and there are days where I get off of him and I have to apologize to him (laughs) and then there are other days where I'm like no that was awesome we both communicated awesome he knew what I was asking I was asking the right questions and he was answering them my goal is just to get better with him and grow with him I as I said I long term I would love to be able to get to some shows low-level jumpers on him but in the meantime We'll just keep working groundwork, and every ride is a blast, whether it's good or bad. But again, I don't, I'm not quite sure what else to say. I'm, I'm uh, head over heels. I for love this. that, Lynn. I'm, I'm <laughs> just here, and I'm like, that, that's my favorite answer. And I have to yeah, that right in the yeah. same boat with you with my horse. Like, it's how you know you have the right one. Yeah. It's just yeah. a pleasure to be with them no matter what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the right pair. That's um, it, I think exactly. it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I can't I wait to keep to following you guys. <laughs> I do have to share one really, really quick story because when we yeah. first got him, when we first got him, um, it was a, he didn't get the turnout that he got with New Vocations. So he had a little more energy than he did for New Vocations when they had him, <clears throat> and which was fine, except he tended to be a little bit of a terror. And we did quite a bit of lunging to start with, and he was a terror on the lunge line. And he still has quite a bit of fun on the lunge line, but... I went on vacation for a week and he was pulling things on the ground and being obnoxious and he was biting and he likes to go for the little loop on the back of paddock boots and try to trip you. And he's nailed me <laughs> twice on that where I'm about face planted with that. But my trainer laughed and she looked at one of my friends, Jackie Medvick, who is also a new vocations adopter and said, do you think Lynn would be upset if we sent him back while she was gone? <laughs> because he was so bad. And I came back and I said, I'm so glad you didn't send him back. I know he's a little bit rough on the ground sometimes, but I'm like, I just can't. I look at that face. I'm like, he's like a little puppy dog. Or you look at that face, you're like, you can do anything and I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, I'll forgive you anything. 
Yeah. My mom has one of those. I call him a menace to society. He's a gal. He's not a thoroughbred. He's a Morgan, but a 20 year old Morgan who has four locks on his gate and three locks on his stall because he gets out and he likes to play with everything. So she also adores him to pieces and wouldn't change him for anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's gotten so much better now and it was just the initial, I think, uh, you know, adjusting. And I was kind of a pushover to begin with because you look at a 1200 pound animal and you go, Oh yeah, that's right. You're a baby. I need to treat you more like a baby. You're not, you know, you're not all there all yet. They're all puppies. Yes, they are. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's such a great story. Lid. Rachel, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up with you because you haven't had slam bone that long. So tell us a little bit about what it's like having him and how he's adjusted and then what you're hoping to see him do in the 2023 makeover. He is settling in really nicely. He got off the trailer and got turned right out with my other new vocations adoptee, Stonecatcher, who we're headed to the makeover in 60 days with. Oh my and, gosh. Um, so they just went right out. They went out right out together and just buddied up. And they always get a little sucked up on the travel. So he just mm-hmm. spent a couple of days eating and drinking and enjoying life. And I've had him out a handful of times. We go to the arena or we lunge or he's highly food motivated. So he's going to be easy. I like to use a lot of positive reinforcement with especially obstacles because they get more curious about it because there's food involved. And so he's going to be super easy. We already have him up on a bridge because he's like, oh, you give me a treat when I put up there, my foot up there, watch this. So um, he's just very curious and highly food motivated. He's like, well, I'll fall down the hill. If you'll give me food at the bottom, that's fine. He just doesn't really. Yeah, we have normal to ask about uh... I've got to ask yes. you about the picture and which picture I'm going to be asking oh, about. Oh, I do. Oh, there's a story behind that. <laughs> he literally had been here three days, right? And he's out with my other gelding who's going to the makeover. And that's a whole other story. But I had this brilliant idea for my freestyle, which involves <laughs> a unicorn. Okay. And I'm talking about the unicorn full of air with a big giant head floating around the body. Okay. It's very distracting. It might be a nice word for the horses. <laughs> So I put it on every time I go out to feed, I put it on. So pretty soon they associate, hey, the unicorns come to feed. They love the unicorn right now, <laughs> except the horse that I'm trying to train desensitized to. So he's on the other side of the paddock and uh, Mr. Slambone was like, oh, I'll follow the unicorn anywhere. She feeds me. Oh my and so, <laughs> so my husband's like, let me take a picture. He literally had been here three days and he's eaten out of the grain bucket. This big giant peak unicorn is feeding him. So, so yeah, you're going you out knew. every day in a unicorn suit. I'm just trying to picture this. Yeah. Yeah. So I literally have my little unicorn right by the feed bucket. This is a part of my desensitizing. Like you build up to it, but I used to carry it with me, right? Because you got to start small because you show up in a unicorn outfit in the pasture and they're going to all have panic attacks. So I was, I started out carrying it with me and I was feeding and then Eventually, I put it on, but didn't blow it up with air. And so then I walk around, feed everybody. And so now we're to the point where it blows up with air. So I just put it on, grab my feed buckets, and walk out to the pasture, feed everybody. Your <laughs> house is fun, the Rachel. unicorn lady around. Huh? <laughs> I, was, I was like, your house is fun. Like, I feel like I'd be entertained it, It's a hot mess here. I know. <laughs> yeah, I had a little bit of nerves. Posting, right? I had a little bit of nerves about posting that. They're going to think I'm crazy, right? This horse has been on property literally three days and she's out there torturing him with a pink unicorn. 
<laughs> Leandra's going to go put a big thing though. in your file. I know. <laughs> no. Like well, red flag. <laughs> no, not, yeah, because when I saw that picture, which, which then Rachel had sent to me, and somebody else had already pointed it out to me from seeing it on Facebook. And I was like, yeah, he probably saw that and was like, oh, you think that's a problem? Do you see what they put me through a new vocation? oh my gosh i love all i honestly could have this panel go for the rest of the night and then our producer george would definitely have assassins come for me at some point so i'm gonna cut it short here but thank you all so much for joining us it's been so wonderful to hear how each of these horses have been doing since we featured them on the show and that they're clearly in very loving homes and sounds like they're with the perfect match and leandra thank you so much to you for bringing us all these horses for the last three years and for putting up with all the crazy that we put you through <laughs> we so appreciate oh my it gosh, my pleasure and i love this panel and just being able to hear still how they're doing and those things i joke that sometimes we're like just in a little hamster wheel where we get like you get the new ones in and you like put them through the trial to get to know them just physically and mentally and then do your best to match them with somebody and then they leave and then you start the process over so it's just like the little hamster wheel i'm just like doing this so I absolutely love these types of stories and, and every single one of these adoptions is so unique in its own ways. And it's just fun to be able to be part of the full circle, honestly. So, but I love all the crazy of, uh, you know, training <laughs> crushes and all the things you have to be through anyway. So oh, <laughs> be on my toes. Too. We appreciate it. We appreciate all you do and the entire new vocations team. And we appreciate all the adopters who bring those horses home. It's really amazing to see the new vocations Facebook group and people sharing their stories. And yeah, it, it makes me feel good about the work that we do. Like not to pat our, our own backs here, but I'm like, man, this is a cool community. Like no one else has this. You know, those mm-hmm. other breeds are doing what we're doing. Like just saying, oh, we're yeah. just cooler. Resource people else. are special folks. So yeah. Well done. Yeah, that extra, a little extra of crazy on top of the horse, crazy horse girl. Standing of Asian, every adopter, because that's just like they they put in the legwork, you know what I mean? It's one thing when they go out the door and then to hear them just like all the trials and tribulations people go through in all different phases of their life. Like that's the big commitment. I am so grateful to every single one of you guys. Yeah, and I just want to add one more real quick thing before we totally shut this off. My, I lost my mom in November, and Ray kind of helped keep me sane through all of that while she was sick and getting worse. And I know that I'm not the only one who has the horse to keep them sane through the tra- traumas and tragedies of their life. And truly, Ray came into my life at a perfect time. So it's just awesome what you do with new locations, and it's great. Yes. That- I'm so glad that he could be there for you. And that really washed my heart. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thanks. We're going to end it on that because that was beautiful. And I'm not crying. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> I am. Fine. No, no, no. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> okay. It's like, it's just really beautiful. And it touched my heart. So that's all good. Those are happy tears to hear. So I'll quickly go through the line where people can follow you. Everyone knows Leandra. You can catch her at horseadoption.com at the New Vocations website. I'm sure she's here for every horsey question and especially inquiries about the horses there. Correct me if I'm wrong, Leandra. 
No, absolutely. Uh, Rachel, you can follow her and her 2022 and future 2023 makeover horses at For Our Horses on Facebook. Sarah, you can find her. She has an amazing book, by the way. Sarah, do you want to quickly plug your book in a few sentences? Because I think it's worth sharing. Yes. I write equestrian fiction. It's a romantic suspense series. It's written clean for those who like the cleaner romance. And it is right now it's a series of two. The third book will be out in about two weeks. And you can find those on Amazon. The first book is called Impelled. But if you search Sarah Welk-Banum in Amazon uh, and then like book, it'll pop right up. Yeah. And we'll also have your website linked as well in our show notes for anyone who's interested. And then Lynn, where's the best place people can follow you? I'm on Facebook and I'll post things with new vocations when I do anything with Ray to update things and I'll send things to them too. But I'm not a big poster, but I Facebook would probably be the best place to check me out. Amazing. Yeah. So if you've adopted from new vocations, definitely check out their adoption Facebook group. It's very cool to see all the different adopters sharing their updated stories. And I've scanned it a few times and I found some that are like going years back and the success they're having with their horses and as much as like I've recently adopted and like bragging about the beautiful horses they bring home and I'm like they were in my virtual stable they were in my virtual stable <laughs> like I just have this list going so it's really wonderful to see and see that community continue to grow so thank you all again we'll probably love to well Leandra you're always on the show so we'll definitely be chatting with you soon <laughs> but Sarah Lynn and Rachel will continue to follow your progress and best of luck with you and all of your horses. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you so much. The Thoroughbred Makeover and National Symposium is closer than ever. We are just 60 days away. You can find all of the final entry and the ASPCA Marketplace catalog at the RRP.org. We now know everybody who's coming and you can start to shop for the perfect thoroughbred for you. Well, we are back and it is getting to be crunch time for the makeover. So our making the makeover series is getting into some uh, dicey last minute stuff Mm -hmm. here, but we are excited to have repeat guest Lee back on tonight. Lee, welcome back to the show. Hi guys. It's great to be back. So Lee, I have kind of the insider track here a little bit because in my day job for the Retired Racehorse Project, I also receive your blogs for America's Best Racing and get them cleaned up and sent on. So I got to read all about your adventure at the Virginia Horse Center. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Oh my goodness. Growing up in Virginia and I'm in Southwest Virginia. So the Virginia Horse Center is kind of close, two hours away, but it's always been somewhere that I have wanted to ride, but have not had the opportunity yet. So I was looking for school and shows for Finn to get her out there, and I really wanted to have at least one overnight show experience before we set off into the great unknown. So the Virginia Starter Trials is held at the Horse Center. They have, I think, three a year, and there's an option to just do dressage tests. So I was like, this is perfect. Fairly affordable, a straight shot up the road from us. So I signed us up for intro A and B and we trucked up there the last weekend of July and Finn had her first overnight show experience and mine as well. Um, So (laughs) that added a little more nerve to it, but it was so fun. She really just handled herself so well in that environment. So I feel so much better about heading off to Kentucky and 
a few weeks. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Don't say it that like that. Cause I have a lot of work to do before then myself. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. All right. Yeah. What else are you getting out of the way before Kentucky? What are you working on right now? Well, I mentioned in the last few sentences of my blog that as soon as we got home, Finn pulled a shoe, which she is getting notorious for doing. And then, of course, it's rained loads and loads here in southwest Virginia, and she has developed an abscess that is taking an awfully long time to heal. (laughs) No. Yeah, it's coming out of her coronary band, so that makes it even more fun. So one of our good friends, Sarah Ryan here locally, has a stall, and I just texted her. I said, hey, um, you have stalls, right? Can Finn come hang out for an indefinite amount of time? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So here we are. We're lucky that she's putting us up, and I was worried about Finn's stall experience before we went to Kentucky. Oh, no. but she you can check that box right off. <laughs> yeah, she's turned into a real pro. So see, yeah. it's a training opportunity. You're doing, the, you're mm-hmm. looking at it on the bright side. You're ready to go. Yeah, and you know, as someone, about it. yeah, exactly. No, you're getting it out of the way. <laughs> I will tell you the year I did the makeover jobber developed like undiagnosable foot soreness. He never abscessed. He wasn't really bruised. He was like a little sensitive to hoof testers on both fronts. And it was Mm -hmm. right about now. It was like mid August. And I was, I feel like horses though, like they have a group chat happening right before any big competition. And they're like, is today a good day to throw his shoes? Like, well, I got an abscess last week. And then you have someone who's like, ah, I think it's a good time for me to call it. Like, They have to be doing something Um, just to get out of showing. (laughs) Yes. We need to just quit mentioning it. Right. (laughs) I know. Like from where we're sitting in August right now, you still have a ton of time and you're prepped. You've done your homework. You've done the away shows. You're getting plenty of overnight experience right now. Like you're going to be super good to go. Yes. I feel like if everything were fine and we left today, she'd handle it with no problem. So just really my anxiety is the issue but i know we'll be fine in the end and her longevity and well-being is the ultimate goal of course so not going to push her or anything for just no, to make just have fun with I it mean, we, yeah just have fun yeah with it. right so trying not to feel any pressure but it is coming down to the wire <laughs> yeah so uh, we have 60 days which no pressure oh, no need stop. to have oh, oh, i know stop. i know i am just trigger warning <laughs> <laughs> but you put a lot of work into Finn. What are you doing for you to help yourself be prepared for the makeover? Oh my goodness. I'm trying to think about my demo rod for dressage and figure out what I'd like to do for that to show off her strengths and make it a positive experience for both of us. So I'm trying to start thinking about that. I reserved my stall mats and booked a hotel. (laughs) So I can do that checklist. That's important. Yeah. Those things are out of the way. And yeah, just really trying to be in the moment and not worry too much about what's all to come because I know when it comes down to it, it'll be a great experience. 
And I'm going to circle back real fast to the dressage demo ride in case we have listeners that aren't familiar with the makeover format, because it's a little bit different from a regular horse show. So all of the tests at the makeover are a little bit different from a typical competition because it is a retraining competition. So for dressage, you're going to come in and you ride a written test and then you have a few minutes in between and you move to a second ring and you ride what's called a demo test. And that's like, it's not a real freestyle. Like we're not going to play music, but you get, I think, so many minutes to show off what your horse knows. So if you're a little bit beyond the test or there's just certain strengths that your horse has, you can show those a little fuller. So it's just a good opportunity to really lay out all your training and say, this is what we've been working on. And here we are. So, so I that's love what, that Kristen. It is. It's, like, it's really neat. Yeah. It's a nice I was going to say, I was like, so my horse is not a makeover candidate, but should she have been, I'd say like, could you do free walk the entire demo ride? Cause you we scored an eight <laughs> on that in our last test. <laughs> yes. I do think I confess that I've not read the dressage rules like super close recently. I do think you have to show all three gates, but it doesn't say how long you have to show them for. So, okay. You know. Okay. Cause there was some sixes and like the trot work. I may have gotten my first Four ever on the canner. That's okay. <laughs> no it's one's developing. Right. It's all right. It's, it's, fine. it's a work in progress. But man, to get that eight on the free walk, I was like, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you could. You that could just walk. amble around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, it is. It does go best when you come in with a plan. So Lee is right on track. And yes, be better than me, Lee. Don't don't go for the C. Go go at least for a B minus. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do our best. (laughs) Oh, do you have anything else planned for the week, Lee? When you're there, are you like gonna spend most of the time at the horse park? You think? Oh, yes. And I forgot to mention, I actually signed her up for the tip championships as well. I thought if we're making the trip, we might as well do the most we can. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do intro dis- dressage for that. And then I also got a wild hair and signed her up for performance halter. Oh, yes. So I, think I love it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Why not? If that. you're there, you might as well. Right. Already making the journey. Already will be there. So I'm going to make the most of it. I love well, it. Yeah, really making just- this into like horsey Disneyland for you. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I think that's what the big we're supposed to be about. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Make the most of it. And if you can't, well, yeah, I mean, you ride in fields at home, so you'll be good to go. You can hack all over the park when you're there. Yes. I'm excited to do that too. I'm sure it's beautiful to ride all over. Yeah. It's just neat to to ride in such an iconic place. So yeah, just saddle up and go for a ride in any direction. Yeah. Yeah, It'll be really fun. Can't wait to see it all. I'm like so excited. I feel like I just need to make a t-shirt with our makeover contestants that we're featuring and just like team Lee and Finn, team Rachel and Stonecatcher, team Natalie and Tempe. Like, I just feel like I have to represent everyone because honestly, this segment has been my favorite segment we've done all year. Don't tell anyone else. (laughs) <laughs> it, has, it really has been such a pleasure hearing each of you, like every episode saying like where you're at in your journey and you've been positive about it. Like the exact same way since the very first episode, like you have not shifted at all. Yes. It's been a really positive experience and I like working towards a goal. So it's just been a really great way to start our first year of partnership together instead of just ambling around it gives us something to look forward to. I love it. And yeah. that that inspires me to get back to work. Get yeah. Ready for makeover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it's coming. 
it is. It's coming. But wishing the best for Finn and a speedy recovery. And for you, just have a nice, relaxing bath. Do some yoga. It's all going to be good. Stay positive. <laughs> yes, I, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> yep. No, this you really shall are. Pass. You really are. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, well, thank you again, Lee, for joining us. And we can't wait to catch up with you again in September. We'll be a month away. I'm so excited. And I can't wait to meet you in October, like face to face. We're going to have a party. Oh, I know. It's going to be wild to meet each other. That'll be a fun time. <laughs> Do you like margaritas? Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm making margaritas. <laughs> okay. Find me, Joy, ASAP. <laughs> Amazing. So if you guys will check Lee out and check out Finn, you'll have to come to the makeover in October, but also continue to follow our series. And Kristen, the best way to follow Lee still is on, well, we have Instagram. Please tell us your handle because I love it. (laughs) Okay. It is hot girl, G U R L summer dot O T T B. I know you said you don't like that name, but I, I love know. that name. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, it's throwing on me, guys. It really is. <laughs> oh, good. And I'm then, glad. It's Chris, yeah, the more I get to know her personality, the truer it rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, Kristen, do you want to introduce the blogs that people can follow as well? Yes. Yeah. Lee has been blogging her entire journey. So if you'd like to go back and listen to this in written form, you can find her at americasbestracing.net. So she's been doing the Thoroughbred Makeover Diary Series 4s. So lots of fun. Yes. Well, Lee, thank you again for joining us and we will catch up with you in September. Yes. I'll talk to you guys then. Thank you so much. Thank you. Kristen, I absolutely love how our social media has been going because our followers are so interactive and I love the different things that they share with us. So this last week I talked about earlier how I did a big cleaning. Well, wanted to do a big clean, but at least was able to clean my brushes. And I don't know if you knew this, you're supposed to clean your grooming brushes like once every two to three months. Did you know that? Months? Oh, <laughs> I know. I was just like, it, okay. I mean, wall, so wall products, which we're not sponsored by, but I did find an article from them. They recommend like top groomers will clean their brushes every month, which I get. Like if you want to clean horse, you should have clean brushes. Like two and two makes sense, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. My horse is not going to any type of big show or that matter. So she's a, she's about a C plus on the situation. But anyway, so I posted the brushes and someone jump girl, Lexi, she shared that she puts hers in the dishwasher every few months. I think Zach would break up with me if I did that, but I also think that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I could sneak that in. I work from home. So what Eric doesn't know can't hurt him. Right. That's fair. That's fair. So when you do clean your brushes, what's your preferred method? That's a planned awkward pause because I don't, I just, I like, I do the thing where you use the curry comb and scrape the hair out. Does that count? Yes. I'd say that counts. Yeah. I'd say that counts. So I, I do try to do like a deeper clean, especially in the summer. Cause once you get through spring and you get all the caked on mud and dirt and everything else that kind of stuck over winter, I do try to like wash my brushes at least three times a year. It's not great. We're not doing great. We're failing at the horse. But I, I like to have like, <laughs> I have one of those like scrubbers from a poda 
and I'll just use a little bit of horse shampoo and like brush my brushes on the scrubber to like get the worst out. And then I'll just rinse them really quick. So is it perfectly clean? No, but does it make me feel like I tried? Yes. Yeah. But I asked our listeners too, how often they clean their brush. And this is going to make you feel like you're okay. So 9% said regularly, you're not human. I don't trust you. A few times a year, that was 55%. So I think we kind of fall into that group, which is nice. Uh, 18% said once a year. And another 18% said, I'm supposed to clean my brushes. So I feel like those are my people. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, 18%. Yes. So thank you to all the listeners who continue to contribute because this brings us entertainment and we like getting to know you all better. So if there's anything you'd like to see on social media, I know I shared um, my bloopers recently of filming horse content. People seem to like that. That was great. Thank you for liking my embarrassment. Appreciate it. But if there's anything you guys want to see, let us know. We're happy to do whatever we can, except for anything inappropriate. Sorry, that we yeah, cannot no fulfill. No stripping, no feet You don't want picks. to see that anyway. I'll send you no. hoof pics if you want to see hoof pics. That I'll, I have to. Oh, I thought you meant like <laughs> hoof pics. Like, yeah. I'll do both. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram and give us a follow. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on the website at retiredracehorseradio.com. Like us on Facebook and Instagram, just search for Retired Racehorse Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. You can find me on Instagram at The Horseback Writer, and you can follow along with all of my racehorse ranch adventures on Facebook at Jobberville Racehorse to Ranch Horse. My email is kbentley at the rrp.org. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at MisfitMare, and my email is joy at horseradionetwork.com. Thank you so much for our sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products, and don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Remember to set your goals high and love to learn from every ride. And always add more leg. And adopt a new vocations horse. Bye, guys. 